you have to put in the work. Because at the end of the day, for example, for me, this school, this Shillington, can teach me everything that I need to know. But it all boils down to how can I use what I learn. Yo everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. In episode 98, so again, we are now down to 98 episode of the podcast. So I'm super grateful for you to staying tuned on the podcast. So hopefully you're enjoying the vibe here. So yeah, uh, without further ado, in this episode, I sat down with Jelly Balcruz. Jelly is a Filipina international graphic designer, branding geek, and color-obsessed artist. She also holds a BS Psychology degree, lovingly completed as part of her Make Your Mama Proud project. In this episode, we talk about her design life stories from ground up. How can someone can go to or pivot to for postful graphic design, and we also. Uh, we also kind of touch the topic of mental health and career pivots and you know give you some practical advice if you are pivoting on 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 a new career right now so we also talk about pursuing her lifelong dream of studying design and living in new york city last 2009 so and i think one of the important things that we also talk about is the best practical advice for designers or artists who want to pivot on purposeful design and much much more so make sure to stay tuned right so stay around here uh if you if you have any questions please do dm me you know send me an email and i'll be happy to answer that and yeah let me know uh let me know if you have any feedback as well if you haven't already please follow on the podcast on some of the major podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Amazon Music via Audible so you can stream or listen to it uh, completely free. All right? So, and uh, wherever you are, it's, you know, completely uh, free for to download. All right? So, you can also check the podcast at thedesignliveshow.com if you want to learn more about it. So, I think that's it. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jake Rice, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jake Rice, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. I'm super stoked right now because uh, I'm I'm in uh, another. Uh, you know, uh, for me, it would be a really interesting uh, podcast uh, with Jelly. So Jelly is a graphic designer, so international graphic designer. So she's you know she's she's a lot of experiences, she's a lot of uh, stories to tell everyone uh, to tell for everyone in the creative community especially in the filipino creative community so i'm you know i'm super excited so without further ado jelly how are you hi jay christ thank you so much uh, for giving me this opportunity to share my story i'm so grateful to be here i'm doing great how about you <laughs> yeah i can't complain so yeah but kidding aside yeah i'm doing great so uh 
uh, I, I've been um, uh, I, I think I've been in the podcasting now for quite 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 some time, and then I I, I have uh, uh, over hundred episodes now. So uh, probably wow. you're part of it. So, you know, I'm I'm super Thank grateful, you. honored to have you on the show. So just to give some context to the to our listeners, right? To to uh, to the Filipino creative community, can you give a little? bit of the background of who is Jelly? Wow, that's a deep first question. So Jelly, by profession, is a graphic designer. I consider myself a branding geek and a color-obsessed artist. And um, I also hold a BS psychology degree. It's part of my Make Your Mama Proud project. I started with the creative industry with calligraphy. I used to do calligraphy workshops do calligraphy murals, and eventually it led me to the design world. So there. Yeah, I, I, actually before we uh, we are record, uh, actually uh, last week. So I'm I'm checking yes. out your your works. You know, you're really <laughs> talented. You know, that's thank you, know, you so much. The works are you are putting out there are really amazing, right? Mm-hmm. So we, we uh, I'm just you know I'm just really really curious, and I always talk about this as well on the podcast and ask this to to our to my guest so how did you start uh you know uh, although you've mentioned you know uh, that you you've been in the calligraphy and then transitioned more into graphic design can you share a little bit about uh, your background as a child uh, have you have you uh draw a lot before or you know is it is it part of your genes you know <laughs> can you share a little bit about that of uh, being a creative your journey as a creative Thank you so much, Jake Rice, for asking that question because my child is, childhood is very special to me. You know, I think every kid loved to create something, you know, be it a card for their parents or like playing with clay dough or molding with clay. So for me, I think my earliest design experience is when I was eight or nine years old. My late dad, who is an amazing human being, he was part of the Rotary Club. And I remember back then when computers were just out in the market, he would be on our computer every weekend, I think. And so being a curious kid, I went to him and asked him, Papa, what are you doing? And then he said, I'm making a newsletter. And then what's a newsletter? And then, so I keep on asking him questions and I think he got annoyed. So he just showed me how to make a newsletter. So back then... There were no Photoshop, no publisher. So my dad, being resourceful, he used Microsoft Word to create yeah. um, a newsletter. <laughs> and I was so amazed. As a kid, you know, you, you will see cards. You will see posters. Word art. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes, word art. And then, so I asked Papa, can you teach me how? And then eventually, you know, we learned how to put text inside the shape. And then we learned how to make word art and stuff like that. So, and eventually, he asked me to create it with him every week. And I'm so very grateful for that. And then when I discovered word art, my mind was completely blown. And I was like, wow, super amazing colors, you know, animations and everything. But when we printed it out, because we also printed it out and then bind it on our own, I think he saw the frustration on my face because it's black and white. (laughs) Because I didn't have <laughs> colored printers because it's more expensive. So being um, my papa, he, I think he asked his club 
if we can buy colored papers. And since then, the we printed the newsletters on green colored papers because that was their brand color. And I was so amazed. And then ever since that experience, you know, all throughout high school, well, I also created newsletters for some of my club. <laughs> and then college was my, I think, turning point because I learned how to use Photoshop. <laughs> Not to think of it, I think yes. I illegally downloaded Photoshop. <laughs> like all the graduate <laughs> designers. We can skip then. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please skip this. We anyway. can skip that part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I learned Photoshop. What what version uh, are you using uh, back then? What version of Photoshop? <laughs> Can you remember? College. No, I think 2000. Gotcha. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So going back. So, and then I learned how to use Photoshop. And then, you know, I was making posters for um, my organizations. But then I didn't know that posters were supposed to be saved at a certain way. So I'm sorry for my org org mates because most of our posters were blurry. But anyway, we were able to publish those. And then um, after graduation, I didn't pursue design because um, this was Uh college. So college, Mm -hmm. I really wanted to study multimedia arts in Vineyard. If I remember it correctly... If I entered Vineyard, I would be the pioneer batch from the multimedia arts um, education. But then, during that time, my dad recently passed on. And my amazing super mom had to take care of the three of us. All of us were in college. So, you know, I was thinking, what course can I take that I can use in every industry that I go into? And then comes psychology. And I'm really grateful for it. Uh, but then second year college, I was thinking of, hmm, should I transition to fine arts? Because I am really called to the creative industry. So I checked on the requirements to enter. And then I realized that in order to enroll in fine arts, you need to pass an illustration test. And I really don't know how to draw. I can't even <laughs> draw a straight line. So... So I kept with, uh, kept on with psychology, graduated. And along the way, even though I was in the human resource industry or customer service industry, I still have creative projects on the side. It never left me. So there. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, it got me wonder when you, when you mm-hmm. are in college, why, what's the, you know, what's the dilemma when you're, you know, you, you know, uh, 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 your in the your uh, your mother is raising you, right? As a mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, as a single mom, is that yes. right? Yes. Yeah. yes. And w- how how do you know? Uh, what what's the biggest challenges back then? Uh, when you're you know when you are trying to really hone your skill at the same time, you know, this financial, you know, anything that you know, uh, that li- that happens, you know, with your life. C- can you share your perspective about that? Yes, thank you. So I think during college, as all mm-hmm. teenagers were, we were so emotional, yeah. <laughs> pent up, like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that mm-hmm. or pursue my dream? But I think at that time, I just came to an understanding within myself that, okay, I'll finish psychology and then after I'll make sure to 
save up and prepare for, you know, in the future moving forward, I could hopefully study somewhere else and then fulfill this dream of mine to become a creative. And thankfully, I was able to do that. And I think, you know... The rest is history, right? <laughs> yes, the rest is history. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Uh, well, and uh, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, sorry to catch you, Jelly. With with regards to you know being a psychologist, right? So I think that this is something that uh, most you know uh, most Filipino creatives are not familiar with, right? So mm-hmm. how how psychology, you know, uh, studies or psychological studies can you know can help you with in terms to being a creative or being a designer? Does it you know does it really help or what what you know what's your what, what can how do you how do you connect those parts when it comes to your career okay so i think psychology is an amazing course that everyone uh-huh. should dabble into like learn a little bit of something from here and there i think the major one would be having the empathy to communicate with your clients better you know 100%. you you yes cuz like um, I believe in that design or graphic design work is a collaborative work between you and your client. It took me a while to understand that um, sense because I used to take it negatively when my clients reject my design because <laughs> yeah. it hurts. Because like you know, you thought about this and that. I want it to be like this. You have your own vision, uh-huh. but at the end of the day, design work is a collaborative work, a vision between you and your client, and you have to make it worked together and it also gives you a better understanding that behind the color of a certain project or behind the tone of voice of a certain project there's a psychology behind it there's a reason why we used that specific color or tone of voice it's because in one way or another it affects the consumers because absolutely graphic design is everything and everywhere and it influences us in what we do in our daily lives. Yes, 100%. And, yeah. and I think it's also boils down on on purposeful graphic design, right? So exactly. we, we, we yes. mentioned that uh, uh, before we record it, right? So and, mm-hmm. and when when you are filling up uh, the the calendar that I sent you, right? So can you share yeah. a little bit about purposeful graphic design? I think this, uh, this is the first time I heard this, right? So yeah. purposeful graphic design and just you know, just to give context for those aspiring creatives, or probably uh, those creatives who want to, you know, want to pursue this kind of uh, uh, principle. Can you, mm-hmm. can you, you know, can you elaborate that a little bit for for us? Yes, thank you for asking, Jakers. That's a really good question. So for me, I think um, with purposeful design, everything has a meaning and a purpose. Like I said earlier, you don't just simply assign a certain color to a certain poster or a certain tone of voice to a certain brand simply because it will come off differently when perceived by different individuals. So I think as designers, it's our job to share that message appropriately to the audience. You know, we have to do our research. Mm-hmm. We have to do our think, design thinking, our ideation. Because I think most of the time people perceive graphic design as just pretty logos. 
pretty social media yeah. colors and stuff like that. Please make it big. <laughs> Please make the logo bigger. Please make the design pop. But it's so much more than that. So much deeper than that. I think. Because, I love that. Yeah, we we as designers, I think it's our job to communicate that. Apart from communicating that effectively to the client's audience, is we also have a deeper job that we did our research to communicate it in a way that's understandable for everyone, um, from a kid up to a, um, our grandmothers or grandparents, because in a way it should be understandable and um, it should not be so complicated because I feel like if it's super complicated, then it's not as effective you know, you heard the saying that minimalist designs are the hardest to make because there's so much restrictions. You want to put every color, but then you're stuck <laughs> with this. But yeah, yes, the simplest yes, things to make mm-hmm. are the, the complicated ones to accomplish. Yeah. How yes, about, 100%. How do yeah. you perceive purposeful mm-hmm. designs, I guess? Yeah, actually, uh, you know, before I heard this, you know, this, uh, this, I don't know if it's a buzzword or <laughs> it's been in the in the industry for a quite now, but, uh, but for me, purposeful design is, you know, uh, to being intentional, right? So I think that's the, that's the closest uh, keyword that I could give with in terms to this kind of principle, right? So and. Uh, and uh, and when when it comes to when in terms to design, so I'm not just talking about graphic design. I'm talking about designing your life, designing the brand, designing the business, right? So for exactly. probably for you, especially for creative professionals or creative entrepreneurs who are listening right now, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's very you know for me uh, what Jelly said. So I'm I'm taking notes here. Being mm-hmm. make it more understandable, make it more effective, right? So I think mm-hmm. uh, I think that would really really help if you could incorporate that when designing your life designing your business or brand so i think that's really on point jelly thank you so much for for sharing that right so uh we we, we need uh j- just uh, sh- just to you know just to reiterate or just to elaborate a little bit more about purposeful graphic design right so that that you know uh you mentioned research when 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 designers or graphic artists heard this word they would they would tell like oh what the heck is this research right so we just want to create stuff we just want to create beautiful design right so yeah <laughs> what's your process behind you know behind this you know the research what what's your process to really understand uh those consumer, those clients, those uh, people who would, you know, who would potentially love your work. Can you share a little bit about that for anyone who are listening, especially for uh, who just getting started? Yes, uh, thank you for that question. That's like very um, exciting to me. <laughs> so <laughs> I think because because I feel like for us, especially with the Asian community, people don't really see design or any creative profession as a real profession <laughs> i'm sad to say that but we're slowly developing yeah yeah we're slowly mm-hmm. developing and i remember also when i was in college i thought creative people are so amazing i want to be one but when i was on that journey to become one i think i'm slowly becoming one or i am one 
it's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. Because there's a lot of responsibility behind it. I, If I remember correctly, there's a graphic designer named Sol Bass. He said graphic design or design in general is thinking made visible. So in terms of purposeful mm-hmm. design, if intentional design, you want every piece of your creation to be well-researched, to be well um supported by documents with that research. I, I sound scientific because I also came from <laughs> a BS degree, right? But it also yeah. makes sense because with, without research, what's the basis why you chose green, for example, for a wellness brand? Mm-hmm. Simply because, you know, green creates calmness and then it associates with the health industry. Or have you noticed banks are colored blue most of the time? Because it associated with trust so there's a color psychology to it and of course with in terms of branding in general our research would really help you ideate better ideas so that people can see life in a different perspective you know for example yes 100%. Let's, mm-hmm. let's let's say we're marketing a water bottle or a water brand mm-hmm. water brand all right there's a lot of water brand in the world right now, in the market. But then how can you communicate to your audience that this water is a spring water, crystal clear, and that it will greatly benefit your audience? So I think the purpose behind that is that what's the intention that you want to sell this to customers and not just deceive them? Because <laughs> like people and consumers mm, yeah. will eventually feel that, oh, they're just uh-huh. trying to sell me something. You also want to sound authentic. You also yes, want to sound empathetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, yes, I'm so and I think yeah, that yeah, that's really you know the, your your energy really you know affects me, and uh, <laughs> I'm really excited to really learn more about your process and design design thinking process first. And uh, I think just to add on that, mm-hmm. you know, on that. Uh, things that you've mentioned, which really, really great. So I'm, you know, I'm really taking notes. Hopefully, for those who are listening right now, you're taking notes because you know <laughs> you, you don't want to miss this, uh, this uh, you know interesting uh, conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, to uh, going back to, I think uh, within terms to, you know, to adding some some more, you know, some meat and potatoes on what Jelly has been said, right? Yeah. Is that you ha- uh when you know when designing a brand or designing something that's in uh, i think this is the deeper meaning right so you have to learn the why mm-hmm. right the exactly. why behind it yeah and uh, i've i've been talking this a lot uh, because uh, i stumbled a guy who named simon senek have you heard yes him? oh my gosh yeah. yes. okay <laughs> yeah, go ahead go ahead start with why book right yes. so uh, <laughs> so I, I bought that book. I'm I'm really fascinated about about his thinking, right? So and uh, and then and uh, and then after I read his book, oh yeah, this is it, right? So it's like that. This is the end, right? So something. It's like that. This is the answer of all the questions that I have when I'm just getting started as a designer, right? So yeah. Uh, 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 before I, you know, before getting rejection, before getting a lot of uh, self mm-hmm. self doubt, you know, you know, all those things that you you are experiencing personally or professionally, right? So, yeah. Uh, uh, when you when you when you try to really dig deeper on your why, when you try to really dig deeper 
who uh, uh why you are doing what you are doing so i think you know that's that's so powerful and yeah. until now you know i think one of the greatest principle that i've you know i'm still instilling on my on my creative journey and you know business journey yeah. right so thank you and so then, much Jelly, for yeah <laughs> no can you problem. add a little bit yeah yes, anything course, that you would like to add mm-hmm. and of course like in relation to the why i think it doesn't have to be super complicated or a super grand why as long as you have the why that you could anchor back whenever you feel like you know the roads are rough right now or the boat is shaky as long as you have the why and then that's all you need to carry on with life i think <laughs> yes 100% so mm-hmm. and i think that's that's one of the main reasons that uh, that that's we are doing this you know uh, this podcast episode to really help them to pursue their passion at the same time you know find their mm-hmm. purpose and i think all of the you know meat and potatoes that jellies is sharing <laughs> for everyone <laughs> for everyone so I think you know it's really, really uh, it's really helpful and powerful to to really start off on that, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, Jelly, just you know we uh, I just want to shift gear a little bit. Although okay. you know we probably scratched the surface surface with in terms to to the challenges that you had or you know we have uh, as a designer when just getting started. So I, I think I I want to get more personal, especially with with in terms uh, to uh, uh, mental health, right? So yes. I think we've mentioned, uh, you mentioned this as well that you yes. want to, you know, to, uh, to really, uh, and uh, you know, to really, uh, talk about it on the podcast. Uh, do have you, you know, have you, uh, have you experienced mental, uh, mental health before, or uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, have you experienced some struggle? struggles when in terms to your mental health before and can you share a little bit about that for anyone who probably trying to cope up with changes ever-changing uh changes we have right now in lands in the landscape right absolutely um it's so interesting right now i'm getting goosebumps um I remember earlier I told you that I started with calligraphy. I think you know what? Um, it just came to me right now. It's an ode, also an ode to my father because he really loves um, writing. And then I remember he's very specific with his pens. Like he wouldn't use any pen, just the sign pen that he has with his name engraved in it. And then eventually, you know, the design, I also learned that from him. With relations to mental health, back in 2015, I was... In my perspective, successful in my calligraphy career because I felt that, you know, every weekend I had the workshop and in between I had this event and stuff like that. But what people didn't know is I was so heartbroken and broken at the same time. And it was very hard for me to admit that because... J. Christ, I am a psychology graduate. Uh-huh. <laughs> and at the back of the, uh-huh. my mind, why can't I help myself? And it was so hard for me to ask for help simply mm-hmm. because I felt like for most of my life, because I am the youngest, I've been trying to support myself because I felt like I didn't want to add burden to my mom because she's been doing everything. She's been doing amazing, amazing work with raising mm-hmm. On her own. But 2015 was like really hard for me. And then so I had to reach out to a psychologist. Because in my head, I can't remain like this forever. I can't fake 
being happy in front of other people, being happy, and then, you know, you're so excited, you're at an event, you, you shared your passion with other people. But when you're alone at night, you're just so lost, and you don't find your meaning. You know your why, but it's not resonating with you anymore. So, um, so I reached out to a psychologist, and then he told me that the reason why I'm having that um, hardships is that I don't acknowledge my emotions well. And so it got to me because like, yeah, okay, thank you. I, sometimes, you know, in life, you really need to hear the hard things from other people because sometimes mm-hmm. you can't really trust yourself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you agree with that. But yeah, and so... Yeah, part of me is agreeing with it because yeah. there's a lot of, you know, demons on our head, right? So as a creative, exactly. especially if you are very critical with your own growth, so yeah. I personally I've you know I've I've experienced this as well you know uh, yeah. although not not the not in the level of uh, your you know struggles yeah. even in terms of mental health but uh mm-hmm. some in, in some cases there are you know there are voices that amplifying these negative things inside us and then if you let them you know if you mm-hmm. let them amplify those you know you, you know you probably will you know will lose track with in terms to your direction in terms to your you know yeah. uh, why right so mm-hmm. you, know, you know i'm really re- it really really resonating with me right now <laughs> yes yes and then at that time you know what like i really love calligraphy i really love li- writing i really love like writing positive quotes and i couldn't do that anymore i just couldn't find the voice the energy to do that anymore and so you know with a lot of personal development of healing i tried to go back to calligraphy and design because I, I think I made a decision like I can't be stuck here forever. Because mm-hmm. um, if my dad was still alive, he would be so sad to see me. <laughs> you know, we started a really, a really nice practice of you know believing in yourself and everything. And in a way, you know, eventually, it's a it took a long process. Uh, you know, being a creative, I think you also feel this imposter syndrome. <laughs> like, you know... 100%. It, yeah, you know, it doesn't, you know, you don't really know where it's from. It comes from your head. But then I, I said to myself, the moment you celebrate yourself is the moment you win in life. And then it doesn't need to be a grand celebration because come to think of it, you're a different person five minutes, five hours, say five days, or five years ago. And that alone is worth celebrating. So it's a long struggle. And then that resurfaced my dream of you know, studying graphic design and moving to a different place just to gain a new perspective in life. And it took me Five years to act on that dream. Can you imagine five years I was holding yeah. myself mm-hmm. back to something that I know would be beneficial, not just for me, but also for the people around me and eventually for the clients that I get to help in the future. Yeah, I'm really grateful that, you know, you're here, you know, sharing those things, you know, uh, those piece of uh, uh, golden nuggets that we could, you know, we could probably... Uh, apply uh, for everyone who are just getting started or probably on the under you know on their way up right so uh, you know that's really helpful thank you jelly for you know being brave i think that's you know <laughs> though th- th- your energy would really you know would really uh, resonate for everyone especially if you live in a creative 
professionals who are struggling right now with anxiety, right, depression, yeah. you know, coughing up with these changes. And mm-hmm. and what and you, you know to summarize what Jelly said for those who are listening. So first thing to really overcome your anxiety uh, based on Jelly, you know, perspective is to acknowledge it. It's yeah. really really important. And the next one is to find a way to unstuck yourself. So yeah. in my own perspective, this is you know this is probably you know you could probably uh, find new hobby right or find new, yeah. a new career path that you could you know you could focus oh. your Uh, your your eyes or your your head, right? So just to yeah. you make sure that you're on the you're you know you're 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 still uh, you're still in the uh, you're still uh, moving, right? And then mm-hmm. you're not procrastinating on yeah. your on your purpose or on the passion that you are you want to really obtain or mm-hmm. the life or brand or business or career you are really want to obtain. And the last thing that you know really resonates me up as well. Uh, uh, With with the, with the terms to jealous uh, 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 advice on overcoming yeah. anxiety is to celebrate yourself. So yeah. I think <laughs> for for me when I'm just getting started to to, to be really honest, I feel like uh, why should I celebrate my small mo- small wins, right? Yeah. So no, no nobody cares, right? So so it's 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 just you know. It's just like uh, it's uh, for me. It feels like self-service, right, or mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, you know, I, I I realize that you know when when I'm when I'm trying to really pursue what re- I'm really passionate at, you have to uh, have you have to have that you know that uh, let's say monthly review or yeah. uh, uh, or uh, or a yearly review to make sure that you're on the right direction if you if you are not on the right direction that's okay you know you could pivot a little bit right so try yeah. to try to really uh try to really work on the things that you need to really need to do right so yeah. i think you know yeah. thank you so much Jelly. i hope i i give justice on yes. the things that you mentioned of <laughs> that, course and not, i just want yeah. to emphasize that you need to uh-huh. ask for help really seek for yes. help like i've mm-hmm. been in that state i i think I didn't ask for help because I had a feeling I would be judged. And you know, like being a human being, we don't want our egos to be hurt. But asking yeah. help will be one of the greatest things you'll ever do in your life. Because you acknowledge that people are there to help and support you and to love you for who you are 100%. Yeah, that's really powerful. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shelly, with Thank that. So. We mentioned again. Again, we mentioned uh, previously about career shifting, right? So in and jump jump shifting from another career to to new career, right? So and I think uh, this is something that we've talked about as well uh, with Bianca. So yeah, uh, on the on the previous episode of the podcast, right? So you the career pivots. So how, what's your best practical advice, Jelly, with with in terms to Uh, shifting career for everyone who probably you know uh, in the in the in the middle of nowhere where should I go because of this you know of this uh, shit shitty show also known as pandemic right <laughs> or panini <laughs> so, we call it panini yeah, right now <laughs> panini. <laughs> so yeah. what's your best practical advice for them to you know to really boost their their confidence you know to really ditch that self doubt that you can do it yeah so For me, in anything I do, Drake Christ, I want to emphasize that I ask the why. The why do I want to shift? 
Is it because I want more um, income? Is it because I want more free time for my personal projects? Is it because I want to experience more things or to grow more wings? Because I remember a good friend of mine told me that, of course, apart from inflicting harm on other people, there are no wrong or right decisions in life. It's mm-hmm. just decisions that are that you are committed to doing. And I think that resonated a lot to me because I feel like people who want to pivot with their career or with anything in life, there's always that voice of fear within them. So instead of acting out of, say, love, they act out of fear 100%, or maybe subconsciously most of the mm-hmm. time, they act out of fear. And, you know, we couldn't, it's also a case-to-case basis. Like, we couldn't tell a single mom who's raising a kid to shift careers that fast because she has a daughter or son to support. But I think, so we have to go back and know our why first. And then let's have a self-reflection of what skills do I have or do you have that you can use when you shift careers. Say, for example, I, want to, I don't want to be a graphic designer anymore. I want to be... A video editor. So do I already have that skills within me? If I don't have it, do I have the time to develop that while I'm in this career path right now? So check on your skills, what you can offer moving forward. Because, you know, also that hand in hand with check your savings. Of course, you have to check your savings. (laughs) At least um, three months, five months, if you can, six months to support yourself. During the time when you're generally big question, sorry to cut yes, you sorry. with with in terms to those you know uh, emergency fund right. So yes. I think a lot of people are saying this as well in the and in the community right. You have to have emergency fund emergency fund before you uh, before you do anything you know that that really uh, that uh, that doesn't comfort you within uh, even though within terms to your career or business something like that right. So can can you share? Uh, what, what's the ideal, you know, ideal uh, amount exactly? If you if you have in mind, I don't know if you have in mind. So let's say uh, let's say a graphic designer who who uh, who has a monthly salary of let's say 30k, right? Or uh, what's you know what's the you know what's what's the what percentage should they uh, should they save for that uh, if they want to really Uh, their career okay i can't really say a number right now because Uh again at the end of the day it all depends on i think number one the bills you have to pay number two (laughs) the expenses that you accumulate every month say if you can't really live without a brewed coffee from a certain coffee shop every month you have to take that in consideration and i think also you have to check I think this will be a controversial one if you have insurance to support you um, mm-hmm. during the times when you need extra monetary help. So I think roughly around like at least 15% of your earnings every month, if if able. So that it's a good cushion. And then thank you for cutting me during gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> that time. Yeah. Because I'm I really also, curious about that yeah. Yeah, as well. <laughs> yes, I also want to say that because um, 
I know it's a common knowledge. Like you have to save, at least you have to save. But also it's a case-to-case basis. Example, if you are in a job right now that's really compromising your mental health, then this is where asking for help comes in. Ask for help from people and say, you know, I really can't take on this job anymore. I can't sleep at night, you know. I can think, or like there's a deeper like why to why you can't take the job anymore. Because like mental health is so important. It it affects yourself, your work, the work that you produce and how you deal with people. At least ask for help and then know that they have your back and then go for the pivot. I think, <laughs> you know, you can't yeah. stay stuck on a job and then at the end of your life, let's see, you you have no one to blame but yourself, you know, when you're, you're alone in your thoughts. So, yeah, so don't let regrets get to you. And yeah, I think, um, what else? So we mentioned the why, the savings. The mental skill. capacity. Yeah. Yes, the mental <laughs> capacity. And also, you know what, Jake, I, I realized that you have to also, apart from asking your, for help, you have to also check within your networks mm-hmm. who are needing extra help. Because, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily need, you don't necessarily need to, say, resign from a job. Because rem- I remember back then, I was a customer service uh, representative. I was also thinking of quitting my job. But then again, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do next. And so my good friend and I, that's when we entered the arts and crafts industry. We sold bottle pins. We had recycled bottle pins. We would ask wow. local <laughs> stores, like, do you have bottle pins that you know we can collect and then we clean them we repaint them we put design on them and then aside from that within our office <laughs> this is so funny we sold because <laughs> i remember back then one of the complaints from our um, head office was people goes to outside to buy food and then it took takes them a while to go back so that's like time for the company right so what my friend Ella and I did, <laughs> we set up a mini store inside the office where people can just buy their snack. <laughs> you know, in a way, we helped the company. Yeah. We helped ourselves uh-huh. earn. And eventually, um, thankfully, most of the capital from that bottle cap business, that's what I was able to use for my calligraphy business back then. So you have to, it, the pivoting doesn't really need doesn't really mean that you have mm. to resign immediately. Pivoting also means that find ways. Ask yourself, how could I earn more without like really quitting this stable job that I have? Because sometimes people are just bored, I think. Or like, how can I find more meaning to my job? Maybe and also reach out to your boss. Like, how can I be more productive in this job? I don't know what to do anymore. So mm. I think that's that's it. Because like when I was a customer customer service representative, I remembered that I also presented myself to fix a certain part of the website. Like I think it's, it was the FAQ section because it's so hard to navigate. And then, you know, up until now, they still have that system. And I'm so grateful <laughs> for it. So it's just like wow. look around what you can help, what you can offer. And yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's really for practical to have side hustles. So I call it side hustles, right? So yes, yes. even though right until now, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm doing this podcast. I have I have few side hustle as well. I sell Filipino longanisa with my wife, right? So I, I'm the delivery guy, and then my <laughs> wife would be the would be the uh, you know uh, the prep, uh, uh, she handles the preparation side, right? Yeah. And then you know just just give give me the the address, and then I'll I'll send it to I'll yeah. send it to the to the you know something like that. It's you know it's 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 like what Jelly said. It's 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 about being practical at the same yeah. time knowing mm-hmm. you know knowing your capacity at the moment right so yeah. uh, and uh, i think it's also boils down on on uh, having the uh, the ability to understand if you if you if you really you know if you really need to jump shift from another mm-hmm. job to to and then uh, and then knowing the market what say uh, knowing what uh, what's the uh, what's the uh, what what you call this? What the situations within the market, or what's the situation within your area or landscape mm-hmm. you have right now, or industry, right? Mm-hmm. So and uh, although you know uh, it, it, we're making it uh, really uh, really simple, right? So jelly mm-hmm. are making it simple. It, it it looks simple. It sounds simple, but uh, but at the end of the day, you can list down that you know list down all the things that you know you want to do and then at the end of the day you'll have you know you have to know the why and then at, and then probably you'll you know you'll uncover the how right so yeah exactly and it's it's you know it's really it's really mesmerizing it's it, it, it's it's kind you know it's it's be, it's beyond comprehension uh, for me it's it's beyond comprehension of a human being to to really uh uh to really find your why right so mm-hmm. and uh, it you know it it takes time it's you know yeah. it's it, it it takes guts and you know it takes <laughs> it takes a lot of your time and effort as well but yeah. but uh we just want to be happy right so i think yeah. that's that's the most important part if you want to be happy uh you know uh just you know just go uh just go what what you really need to do and uh, and uh, you know you're you're on the right track right so yeah yeah, and also, gotcha. sorry, mm-hmm. I also wanted to add, like in terms of yeah. mm-hmm. uh, pivoting, whether it's career or like a certain mm-hmm. situation in life, because my mother uh, is my greatest inspiration. She's an entrepreneur at the young age of four. <laughs> she was selling guava fruits just mm-hmm. to have money to buy paper. And, you know, she taught us that instead of saying, I can't ask yourself, how can I? How can I do this? Like, if I can't buy this, how can I raise money to do this? And, you know, sometimes that's also what you need. Because, like, I think subconsciously there's something in your brain that tells you, yes, you can do it. Just find the ways to do it and accomplish it and accomplish that dream you want to accomplish. Yes, 100%. Thank you so much, Yelly, for sharing <laughs> that. I think that's, you know, the super practical super actionable for anyone yeah. who are listening right now hindi ko alam kung kung bakit di ka pa mag-start dun sa mga <laughs> na, nabanggit ni Jelle that's super you know that's that's you know that's uh uh that's really useful for if you want to get started uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to to the things that you want to really start right so yeah. and yeah Jelly to go back yeah. a little bit when, with your with your journey right so you've mentioned yeah. you're pursuing your lifelong dream of studying design and yes. you probably you're now living in NYC last 29 2019 right yes. so but but with this pandemic right so you're welcomed <laughs> by this pandemic can you share your perspective 
uh, about that you know a little bit uh, behind the, that backstory before we before we uh, we finalize or end this uh, podcast episode okay so yes <laughs> this is a lot for me to say but yeah so remember earlier in the podcast i told you i wanted to take uh multimedia arts in the news right and so <laughs> that thought came back to me because my significant other we had a really good conversation he told me that you've been supportive of the people around you why is it so hard to support yourself and your dreams and that hit me so much <laughs> and then yeah. he told me you have to double down on yourself the way you double down on other people and it also goes back to like at the end of the day it's up to you if you keep on dreaming or if you want to take action on that dream And so that's what I did. Um, back, I think early 2019, I was looking for a graphic design course here in the Philippines. But the full course will take me at least two years. That's what, based on my research, the, the courses or the design structure that I want to take. And then during that time, a slot at Benilde opened up. <laughs> a short, a really short course on design for a month. And it's within the budget that I can take for that moment. And so I took it. It's like a four-day course every week um, under TQ Antiqueño. And then you know what's so interesting is that the course was held at CSB Multimedia Arts Building. It's a complete 360, right? It's like, wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. And so like the first day I remember, it's like, oh my gosh, this is it. Even though it's like a four um week course and then i realized like you know okay i'm ready because like i wanted to take that course in shillington um new york five years before 2019 so it's 2014 or i think more than that but like i was i, I kept on saving saving but not acting on that dream and so eventually i did and then my why back then was to grow both as a person And as a designer, because I had so much fears in me, what better way to shake off that fears and insecurity than to put myself in a city that will force you to grow up <laughs> in such a, long, <laughs> a, such a short um, amount of time. So, so I was living my dream in a different country. I was hitting two birds in one stone. But of course, along the before that journey, I was also looking at the cost versus value. Of course, it's an expensive dream to, to take. And again, there's like this imposter syndrome. It's like, you're not worthy for this course, even though you saved hard for it. But then, you know, I shrugged off that dream. And then I can honestly say that this was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life because I also witnessed myself grow personally as uh, a human being and as a designer i was able to apart from the technical skills that i learned in that school you know what's interesting is that mm-hmm. school is in a studio setting so on yeah. the first day <laughs> um i i think that's the experience <laughs> oh my god i think i called one teacher their mom and she was like huh <laughs> So, you know, the, it's a culture shock for me. You call them the same basis. Like, okay. And then you are in this classroom with so many amazing minds. 
you know, our teacher Marcia, uh-huh. Kathy, Shanti, they were also amazing. And then before I just read them on the magazine, but they're teaching me right now. And so, you wow. know, yeah, it's like everyday hustle. <laughs> but then, you know, I also prepared for it. You know, I also tried to learn as much as I can. But I think it's the same with life, no matter how much you prepare for it. If you're in the battlefield, you know, you don't yeah. really know how to act. So you constantly... It's always a happy battle. Yeah. Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah, you, so you constantly, like, you know, check how can I do this and that. It's, every day is a different experience. So you're going back to the tree. And then I was able to fulfill that December 2019. I was able to fly back in the Philippines. Perfect for the holiday break. So I told myself, okay, after three or four months of, you know, not being able to sleep well because of anxiety and like crying alone in my apartment. And I even went back to drinking coffee because of that that course. (laughs) Because I felt like I needed it. You know, I I came back, you know, I spent the holidays with my family and then I was so full of energy. It's like, yes, I'll do this. I'll upgrade my portfolio. I'll apply to the studio and stuff like that. And so I think February, I still have a client work. So, okay, let's go to March. Like March, I'll update my portfolio every day. So in the process of updating my portfolio, the news came that we're having a lockdown. <laughs> It's like, ah, okay, so what do we do next? Okay, maybe in a month everything will be okay. But then nothing happened within a month. And so I asked myself, what can I do in the situation that I am in? Should I wait until things get better? Should I remain on this level? Or should I create something that will perfectly comb what I learned from Shillington and then apply it to the situation we're going in right now. And at the time, so when the pandemic just blew up in the Philippines, we were lacking um, personal equipment, um, PPEs, personal protective equipment, right? And Mm -hmm. so I was thinking, how can I help? Like, I really wanted to help people. I really wanted to also help myself land a good job so I can like donate more um, funds to those who need PPEs, but then I can't. But then I remember my good friend, Kara. She posted on her Instagram story. She was asking for donations because her sister was a frontliner and they really don't wear any PPEs at the hospital. And then out of instinct, I think my why then was internally with me, but it's not just so clear. Out of instinct, mm-hmm. I asked her, how can I help? I want to create something with you, but I just don't know how. I just don't have the finances right now because, you know, <laughs> I just spent it on my education. And then yeah. so I remember at that time after graduating from Shillington, I really want to practice my illustration skills. And Kara is a tattoo artist. And then at that time, March was graduation. And then I was thinking, wait a minute, if I could if I could help and then not shell out a lot of money and then also practice illustration, then it's a win-win for everyone. So at the time we were able mm-hmm. to come up with portraits for PPEs and launched it um, in a short amount of time. So basically what we did was we will draw a portrait for you, just 
pay $500 or $10, and then everything will be used to procure PPEs and to donate to hospitals, frontliners, whoever needs it. And then we were able to successfully run three batches. Um, thank you, Lord. We were able to come up with 100,000, I think, pesos to donate to people. And so at the time, I really don't know that it was also a part of my education. You know, what I did or what we did was in a way design thinking. So a, pr a problem is presented to you. This is the skill set you have. And then this is a way to solve it. So at the end of the day, right, you, you combine all those things and design yeah. saved the day <laughs> and hopefully saved lives. And <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like I'm getting goosebumps Pretty right great. now just thinking about it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. And I, I think you know, uh, uh, I I like uh, how you you know try to really grow with in terms to, uh, with terms to you know not just professionally but uh, personally, right? So I, yeah. I I like that you you know try to really ask questions, right? High mm -hmm. value questions, and uh, at the same time to really dig deeper on on the why uh, or of you know why you are doing this. Uh, uh, for post-full graphic design or for post-full uh, uh, passion project or anything that you know really give you you know give you more goosebump right or more <laughs> excitement to really <laughs> keep going and move forward. So you know those are energy really resonated with me, Jelly. Thank you so much for for sharing that. Right. So before we end this uh, show or yeah. we we end this podcast episode, uh, can you you know? Uh, uh, in in high level overview in uh, bird's eye view, right? So if <laughs> anyone who are just getting started in this uh, for possible graphic design or for possible uh, design career right okay. now, what's your best practical advice for them? Oh, is it, does it have to be in one sentence or a few points? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's you know, it's it's up to you. <laughs> okay, I, I have I have all day. <laughs> Okay, let's stay until 6 a.m. next day. No, just kidding. <laughs> so um, earlier I mentioned um, the why. So again, it's my basis for having a purposeful and intentional way to design your life. I also know the what. What do you want to become? Like, do you want to be a graphic designer, an illustrator, a podcast? Wait, I don't know. It's a podcast interviewer. <laughs> Podcaster. Yeah. Podcast. Okay, again, again. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Okay. Next, you want to know the what. What do you want to be? What do you want to accomplish? Do you want to be a graphic designer, an illustrator, a podcaster, or you simply want to raise a family? And then after that, you have to know the how. How can you accomplish this? Like earlier, I said, how could I accomplish this? You have to do your research. And you have to also, you know, check on the people around you who did the same thing because who can give you the best advice than the people who also experience what you want to experience. And then I think next comes the when. When do you want to take that leap? When do you want to commit to your decision? And when do you want to commit to yourself? And you have to put in the work. Because at the end of the day, for example, for me, this school, this Shillington, can teach me everything that I need to know. But it all boils down to how can I use what I learn, and in what scope do I want to use it? For me, I want to use it for um, purposeful work. 
and I want to get clients that are aligned with my values. And I also, in the process, I also want to shine light on my advocacies, like intentional living and then mental health advocacy. Because, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, a lot of your dreams takes time to accomplish. But when you look back and step back and look at the bigger picture, it always happened at the perfect time. So just, you know, show up for your work, show up for your dreams. And at the end of the day, you never know it. You're already living your dream life <laughs> that you designed purposefully. Wow. Yeah, that's, you know, that's <laughs> really powerful. Thank you so much, Jelly, for Thank sharing you. that. And yeah. I think, you know, those points, you know, uh, the, are really, you know, are really one of the, you know, for, for me, it's a, it's a key important things, right? So the, mm-hmm. the key, it's the most important things uh, to have in, in, in life or in your career to, you know, to really keep you push uh, forward or, you know, keep moving forward when it comes to your uh, growth personally or professionally. So, yeah, yeah. with that being said, Jelly, again, yeah. thank you so much for, for all the experiences, stories, you know, <laughs> uh, struggles, and then processes and design thinking you've shared here in this podcast episode. For anyone who want to learn more about your works, for anyone who want to reach out uh, uh, with you, or you know, uh, to to anyone who wants to spam you, no, just kidding. <laughs> to anyone that want to have uh, a chat with you, or any any if they have any questions. Uh, what what's what's the best link that they could reach you out? Yeah, so everywhere I'm at Jelly Balcruz. Just check the description for the correct spelling, <laughs> and soon it will be at Design with Jelly. So thank you so much, Jake Rice. Such an amazing experience <laughs> for to be a part of your podcast, and this is one for the books. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Thank you so much, Jelly. It's it's my pleasure. I'm super delighted uh, to have you on the show. So for those anyone who are listening right now, so uh, make sure to check our show notes below. So uh, you could uh, you could go scroll down if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So by the way, it's uh, the podcast is also available now on Amazon Music by Audible. So you oh, could God. you know you could check that out uh, for free, 100% free for everyone. To consume you know and uh you know just make sure you consume what you can consume right so <laughs> don't you yeah. know don't uh, take it easy take a deep <laughs> breath right so you know you know just you know just having some good vibes here with jelly right so and yeah. anyone uh and you can also check uh all the details at the design life show.com that's the design life show.com if you want to learn more about this crazy mission to really help uh, Filipino creatives to pursue their passion and purpose and at the end of the day design the life they truly deserve and that's it uh, again Jelly thank you so much uh, for dropping by on the podcast and I hope to talk to you soon again next time thank you and that's it so thank you so much guys for listening again to the podcast and I really appreciate it for those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristeves.com forward slash donate 
or patreon.com forward slash tdls and you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jquestevez.com and you can book a call today i don't buy it just let me know guys so the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode and however you support my message uh, how however small that is uh, more than enough and it means the world to me so thank you so much and see you again next time <music>